Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking Fade Podcast, a one-stop shop for everything TV, medium, film related, along with any of the goddamn thing we're talking about, coming to you live, direct, proof of concept, studios. <sighs> what is going on? What is What has happened? How is everybody? I'm not going to lie. Hmm. Today has been, a, or this week has been a... A slow, interesting week. You know, sh- yep. uh, uh, prayers to everybody down in Louisiana right now, um, or just in that Gulf region who are uh, experiencing the uh, the Hurricane Ida. Uh, yeah. Man, like it's you know it, it's so crazy to like I'm here. Uh, so we're I'm I'm here uh, in Maryland and uh, it's raining here and I just. I, I remember earlier today looking outside the window and be like, yo, it's raining so hard. This is so crazy. It's really not. Um, there people in Louisiana, I've seen like pictures and videos of everything that's going on there, like water 12 feet above like sea level or above ground level. Um, it's, it's absolutely insane. So I just got to be thankful that like, you know, we could be here doing this podcast right now in the safety of our own homes. And there are a lot of people right now who don't have this luxury. So uh, prayers out to everybody down in the uh, Louisiana area and the Gulf Coast um, who are are dealing with Hurricane Ida right now. Yeah, for sure. The only thing I can uh, add on to that is, um, yeah, I don't know. But one day soon, that might actually be us, you know. So, so I, I think we, you know, as as much as we can, um, you know, I, I obviously sympathize and you know, uh, yeah, it's it's a fucked up scenario. That's that's everything that's going on uh, with Ida and, and like clearly like off the remnants of you know, Katrina is like, shit still isn't right from Katrina, right? Like shit is still fucked up, uh, in, in New Orleans because of Katrina. Um, but you know, as, as this, uh, you know, as people like to joke about like, Oh, well, you know, climate change might be good. You know, it's these warm days, you know, okay, well you get all this crazy fucking weather and shit. And you know, when your fucking yeah. house is, you know, under 13 feet of, uh, uh, of rainfall, then, uh, maybe, uh, maybe it's not such a great thing. Um, but you know, um, and I remember this happened when, uh, we were talking about, uh, Kobe, right. When Kobe passed away and I had kind of like this smile on my face, that doesn't mean I'm happy about the situation. It just means I don't know what the fuck else to do. <laughs> uh, this is just what happens. Uh, and as I, I can tie this into a, a series, uh, I can tie this into, uh, love Island as we love to talk about here on the show. Uh, <laughs> now that I'm into it, uh, Amber in season five, she also laughs oddly at, at fucking weird things when there's nothing to really like laugh at. She like smiles and she's, I don't know. It's like fucking nervous tick. It's not because I'm happy about the situation. I don't know what the fuck yeah. else to do, which is, uh, hey, yo, I, I can also have you noticed that like, uh, so again, this is uh, UK, uh, love Island season five. Have you noticed that? Like, I, I don't know if she's from like Ireland or Wales or Dublin or wherever the fuck. Um, but instead of saying like, I, she says us. No, have you noticed that? Notice that? No. Oh, start paying attention. Cause like whenever she's referring to herself, like, um, like she's like, Oh, you lied to us. You told us that you loved us. Um, Weird. you know, like, but like, but, uh, <laughs> they, they say us in place of like, I, are you sure it's a day, they thing and not just a, not yeah. Just cause a I, so I, maybe it's I, more of a schizophrenic that. thing than it is. a. <laughs> no, I, I watched several seasons of, uh, and I forget where exactly she's from, but like, um, yeah. uh, Again, I forget whether it's like Dublin or Scotland or I think it's Scotland, but um, I've seen other seasons where like uh, people from that like region like they also say us like, 
oh, you know, like, uh, oh, get a drink for us, you know, but instead of saying like me or I, or I would like this, we would like this. Start paying attention to the way she speaks. It's, it's going to make the show even more funny. Oh, yeah. I will. I will. And then I'll report back. Um, how you feeling? Well, yeah, other than that, like like I was saying, man, um, this week, I don't know what it is. Like, there's there's been nothing exciting in theaters on TV. There's been no, like, oh, new releases for I, me that were, like, that I were dope. do not concur. Look, Candyman just came out. Excited about that one. I uh, haven't seen it. We were supposed to do it for the press play this week, but we both yeah. were just like, eh, <laughs> can't get out there. And you, with yeah. your, your injury, you know... Um, it's just hard for you to get around these days. So, uh, yeah, you got that. And then this coming up this week and that actually what you just said leads perfectly into this week, next week. Um, uh, so, uh, we have Candyman coming out, uh, that came out last weekend, uh, or last week rather. And, um, this week we've got, uh, Shang-Chi actually, uh, premiering, uh, this, this Friday, which I'm super excited about. Can't wait uh, until Shang-Chi. I've heard, uh, great things about it now how is it pronounced now i've heard people kind of go out of their way to say shang chi i don't know if that's maybe the correct way to say it and maybe shang is just the uh the the very american way to to go about things but uh but we have shang chi or shang chi however you want to go with it and the legend of the ten rings that's coming out uh september 3rd and kate comes out the weekend uh the week after which we uh oh that movie looks like Uh, pure shit yeah well i'm sure you'll love it uh, once you watch it, uh, um, but uh, in other things to talk about for this week, man. Uh, weirdly enough, uh, I've been I binged uh, John Wick this week. Uh, never have never. I've never watched all three films. I think I watched like half of the first one, and then that was it. And then the rest of it was just hearsay from everybody else. Um, I got the first say, one for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What are no, 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 you, you can go. go you can go. No, you can go. You can go. So I was just, the first one for me is a instant classic. Like it's going to be one of those like classic movies that if ever it's on TV, you got to watch it. Um, you know, and Keanu has a string of these, right? Um, but the first John Wick movie was just so fucking dope. The the violence, the action, just the charm of it all. Uh, instant classic for sure. The second one felt a bit um, uh, poppy. You know, like, you know, let's bring in some like big names. Let's bring in some like, uh, you know, spring in common. Let's bring in Ruby Rose. Let's bring in some like uh, people who can help like, you know, market this thing. And now granted, I think Common's a very good actor. Um, uh, Ruby Rose, not so much, but, uh, you know, (laughs) their faces you recognize who can help really push this thing through and drive those box office numbers up, right? I thought the third one was getting back to like the vibe of the original where it's like, you know, uh, you know, it, it's intense. There's story behind it. Um, you know, uh, it, it's, it's, it's purposeful. Uh, it's more so about like the action and the intensity and, and it's just really like fun ride. Uh, hmm. I cannot fucking wait for the fourth installment. Well, yeah, anyway, what did you think? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I on the surface, yeah, I can't really say. Look, it, it kind of solidified sort of like my my state of mind, uh, and it, this was like solidified when we watched Suicide Squad, right? The Suicide Squad with uh, James James Gunn's version of the Suicide Squad. Um, I just don't have, I don't whatever that was in me that that loved just like mindless action of the 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 begone era of the eighties and 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 uh, maybe 
mid nineties, I guess. Um, I don't have that anymore, man. I don't, I don't, whenever I just see like mindless action, I'm just like, why am I watching this? This is what use is this to my existence as a human being? Not much. It's not much use. Uh, so watching John Wick, uh, I don't even know what inspired me to watch it. I just was like, I just need something to throw on. And I, uh, I've always said I wanted to kind of just see what the big deal about with John Wick was. Um, but I will have to admit watching them separately is completely different than watching them all together. Because when you watch them all together, you at least start to understand the main themes that pervade the series that actually is something to think about outside of just the fucking headshot after headshot after headshot, right? Or how many ways can he fucking kill somebody, right? Um, uh, It's like this idea of consequences, right? That Wick lives by in this world of just rules, right? That you have to abide by the rules, but what happens when you or somebody else fringes upon those rules what's the what's the process then what if the people in charge infringe upon the rules or have created this world that is inherently not fair and uh and so they've created the rules to sort of bend in their favor regardless like what do you do then do you just still stick with blindly stick with the rules because they made it up and this is just how shit is or do you just create your own fucking road um so, yeah, it took watching three movies for me to really sort of like understand that uh, and kind of appreciate that. Um, is it Michael Petit? Not really. I've, I've, I don't really care for <laughs> the John Wick type type shit anymore, but I don't know. Uh, whatever. It, it's you know something to watch, I guess. Uh, but I will say that the third one didn't really make much sense to me because the uh, who's the, who's is who's the guy who's in charge of the Continental? Um uh, I see his face. I yeah, don't I can't I can't remember name. what the fuck his name is, but. His turn, his story arc specifically made absolutely no fucking sense. It's been Here's a while why. since I've seen it, so you got to refresh me a little bit. So in the first one, um, he helps John out. He was and, like the hotel you know, manager. He's right? the hotel, yeah. He's the hotel manager, um, and he and he helps John out and stuff like that. But he mainly is just there to kind of keep order of shit. Second one, he uh, John kills the dude. At the Continentals, spoiler alert for I guess anybody who hasn't watched John Wick yet, um, he kills the dude at the Continental, and so the dude's like, "Oh shit, you infringed upon the rules, so therefore, you know, I've got to, you know, um, excommunicate you, but I'll give you an hour head start." Um, in the th- at the end of the third one, though, the dude basically turns his back on John and and shoots John, and John somehow fucking falls off of like a ten story building <laughs> to the street below. And somehow lives, I guess, <laughs> with just like scratches. Somehow there's no like broken bones or anything. Uh, okay, but taking a fact, taking you know, taking the fact that John Wick might actually be Goku, taking that out of the picture, um, it did make sense that he did the turn in the third movie, the this guy who manages the Continental, because. It's like, well, if you wanted to kill John or if you didn't care about his life, why did you give him the hour to begin with? Like at the beginning of the or at the end of the second movie, you know, like, does that does are you tracking what I'm saying here? Yeah, it's like, you know what? Uh, so he gave him the that hour. Right. Because like I think that him and John did have like a, a prior relationship. Yeah. Like a friendship was right? involved. Right. Yeah. yeah. They cared about Ooh. each other. So it was like, yeah. you know what? 
I, I care about you enough to give you an hour, but I can't, I can, I can break the rules a little bit, but I can't go so far as to where now I'm going to be in your position and they're going to come for me too. Well, that, um, but, but he knew that that's what's going, that's what was going to be the case if he gave John the hour. So from the beginning, why give him the hour when you know you broke the rules because you gave him the hour. So you knew that they were going to come for you regardless. So it's like, well, why do it in the first place? Which I didn't understand. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think there are a lot of situations where it's like, you know, bending the rules and breaking the rules are a little bit different, right? Like I think giving him the hour, I bent the rules a little bit. I, I should have set this thing in motion right away. I waited until five o'clock. I should have did it at 4 p.m., right? But breaking the rule is like, you know, I'm not even going to set the thing in motion at all. I'm going to try and hide it. I'm going to try and bury it. I'm going to try and cover for this guy. I look at it as like he bent the rule. He didn't break it. In the third installment, I think that's where he like broke the rule and was like, you know what, like now because of our relationship, I'm willing to break the rules and suffer like whatever consequences coming towards me. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm going to try and help you out as much because I know that consequences coming to me are probably far less great than the consequences that are coming to you. But this is John Wick we're talking about. You know, what did he say at the end of that movie? Oh, that was the hardest thing in the world. He was like, send them. I'll kill them all. Yo, ah, I want to watch that movie tonight. <laughs> you know, what's so funny about movies like this is like they they like I, I now I'm starting to wonder like why people like shit like that so much of like send everybody I'll kill them all is that like something like primal within ourselves that we're like that so it's something about somebody who's against everybody else and it has to like take on all comers all oncomers that like makes us think oh this shit is hard like this person goes hard but it's really kind I mean, of I, like I, I think it's why if, we love like competitive sports, right? Like you love to see mm. a running back just go like, you know, run down the middle or, you know, go head up with like a defender or you love to see a linebacker just blitz through uh, the offensive line and just fucking, you know, drop the hammer on a quarterback. Like you just love to see these like these battles. Right. So in a situation like this, you know, one guy essentially going against this army of 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 assassins and, and you know in real life he'd probably be dead in like a couple of hours but it's just like just seeing his like you know the fight right like you know the mm. no matter what no matter what my obstacles or challenges are i'm still fighting back i think people always love that now obviously in in films it's it's theatrical it's it's gimmicky it's it's silly and highly unrealistic but it's just fun to watch hmm. yeah that's really interesting yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, as yeah. I'm sorry, I... F- film snobs like you, you know, you keep your gone with the wind. Whoa. And you're, the <laughs> first, yeah. there's so many things being said right now. <laughs> I gotta, <laughs> I gotta like address the wall. First of all, <laughs> film snob. What the fuck? Like, I still love yeah. Steven Seagal uh, movies. How am I a film you're snob? You're like, you're like, oh, I don't have it in me for the senseless violence anymore. No, I'm I just, like, I, I'm, s- I like thoughtful, uh, thought-provoking drama. Is that I don't understand what the how does that make me a film snob? It just does. <laughs> Listen, I love John Wick. Okay, I can't wait for the fourth. Yeah, movie. I'm not. I'm not faulting you for loving John. I never said at any point that it's bad to like John Wick. In fact, in fact, I watched the entire fucking series. Like, I'm not. No, you I'm know what? When someone says up. they don't like something I like, I view that as an insult. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Very <I'm> interesting. <laughs> Considering our conversation that we had before the podcast. Um, but you're uh, filmophobic. Because <laughs> you don't like what I like. 
<laughs> from now on, if people don't like I the think... movies or shows I like, I'm just going to yeah. label them filmophobics. Well, <laughs> filmophobic. All right, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm just going to. I'm just going to move on. I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I was going to try to tackle that. I was like, well, that, that's going to go can't. sideways. Can, very there's quickly. no logic yeah. behind it. It's just like when people, <laughs> whenever most people just label somebody something else, there's no logic behind it. I just think that you are. There's sometimes logic behind it. I don't. I don't think that there's not usually logic behind it. No, nope, um, homophobic. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, anywho, um, look, uh, we've got some other newsmen uh, in in the industry, as they say. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife delayed a week. Uh, so uh, Sony basically announced that Ghostbusters after uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, instead of being out on November nineteenth, November twentieth. Probably because uh, some of the other films uh, that that are that are being released are, are being sort of shuttled around. Um, so right now, um, Maverick or Top Gun Maverick, which is the um, Top Gun sequels starring uh, uh, Tom Cruise, has moved uh, off of November nineteenth uh, of this year to sometime in twenty twenty two. Is apparently the decision, um, and that comes after like a lot of movies are moving. So mission impossible is moving. Jackass forever uh, is moving um, all to, I think 2022 now. Interesting. So they're moving all of these movies with the hopes that, okay, like well, this Delta variant shit is getting OC. Like let's, let's just move these movies because we think that we're going to have better success at some other point in 2022. My question has remained since, um, since basically like the beginning of COVID and, and all the theaters started to shut down and we had that sort of start and stop sort of period with the movie theaters where it's like, ah, oh, we think we're going to open like next month. No, we're not going to open next month. We're going to open like three months from now. No, we're not going to open three months from now. We're going to open like a year from like we went through that start and stop period. But the question I had the entire time was what the fuck is it about this COVID situation that you think is going to change or that the situation is going to change? If you had actually told me like a year ago that like we'd get the vaccines out so quick, I'd have been like, oh, OK, so then that's the thing that you guys are all sort of like looking for. But like in the heart of the summer of last year, at no point was it like a strong indication that we definitely get the vaccine out. It was like we hope, but there's like no real strong indication. So I kept wondering, like, well, why would you move these movies around if you don't actually fucking know? And now my thought process is. Well, what the fuck? Like, what's making you think that more people are going to get vaccinated? They're fucking crazies are out there fucking uh, spazzing the fuck out just because they're being told to wear a fucking mask. So what's making you think that this whole vaccine thing is going to go any better? Like, what's to say that this time next year it's going to be a better scenario? So why not just fucking release your movies now? It's kind of all the fucking same. Like, I don't (laughs) I don't I don't understand, like, what you think is going to be the major difference here. So I think it's it's all about timing, right? It's about um, when are we going to be able to maximize our profit? Like when are we? When is consumer confidence going to be at its highest? Uh, and we we want to meet that high consumer confidence, right? Um, right now, is there a lot of consumer confidence in going to the movie theater? Uh, you know, no, not really. So it would be wise for movie theaters to push it back because again, they they want to maximize profit. So. All right, let's delay this thing three months. Let's delay this thing six, nine months. Let's continue to watch, you know, the news cycles and read the polls and, you know, let's do all the things. Let's let's do the, the, the quiz on, 
Instagram to see if people go see this movie in theaters, right? Whatever, whatever data we can collect to be able to gauge consumer confidence to whether people will go to theaters to see the thing until we feel comfortable with that, we're going to delay it. So from, from a business uh, revenue perspective, it makes sense from a social perspective. I don't know if much is going to change between now and, you know, March of 2022 or like whenever the fuck that will, but doesn't, doesn't the social dictate the financial side of it? Like, like, because like, it's basically just like who the fuck knows what's going to go on next year. In fact, with how the Delta variant is like sort of moving, it's kind of a likelihood that it's going to be around forever. Like, even if you are vaccinated, still fucking causing issues out here. Right. Um, yeah. And the, the more we stay in this sort of land of a lot of people aren't or an unhealthy amount of people aren't getting vaccinated, it's going to reduce the effective effectiveness of the, the vaccines. Um, and not to mention if we need booster shots, not to mention if uh, the, the vaccine is just rendered useless altogether by this, you know, any sort of the Delta variant or any new variants that are out there, the fucking Loki variant, <laughs> you know, um, uh, who really fucking knows. So it's kind of just like you're hedging your bets but you're actually might be headed towards a worse situation than you actually are now. Like literally flip a coin and that's, you know, who the fuck's to say what's going to happen next year, especially with how random everything seems to be happening right now. We're not random. So I think one is rooted in logic. The other is rooted in like uh, probability, which is, you know, usually unpredictable, right? The logic tells you, but okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's probability, sure. It's rooted in logic, but again, there's like uncertainty that you have to factor into that. And sometimes the uncertainty will outweigh like even your best predictions. Right. Um, so the logic says delay the movie six, uh, three, six, nine months until consumer confidence is high and going back to the theaters. And that's, that's when it. we'll be able to You're, maximize our revenue. The basis for that argument I'm saying is false, right? Like when consumer confidence is, it's not going to be higher in like a year from now. In fact, all likelihood is pointing to it's not going to be higher a year from now. It's actually probably going to be worse because maybe I, I went to a movie this year. I never thought I'd go to a movie theater again. I've been like uh, three times since. No, 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 for sure. I'm not, I'm not saying that you wouldn't go to a theater. What I'm saying is, is, uh, they're hoping our situation changes, meaning that the COVID-19 isn't really as much of a thing as it is now, as it will be a year from now. My point is, is like, yeah. no, there's nothing, there's nothing indicating as of right now that that's going to be the case, that it's very much going to be a part of the conversation. So it's like, if you move all these movies to 2022, well, now you're just delaying everything like another year, meaning that all those releases that you had this year, you're not moving to next year. All those movies you were supposed to be working on this year, now you're going to have to be working on next. Like, it's, it's just a never... And then, like, what do you are you just gonna have one year where you're gonna put out like fifty five movies from one like studio because they yeah. just you know it's See, like like the, what I, I disagree I disagree with the notion that like a lot won't change right um, do I know what it's gonna be no but like I mean if we look at the past year alone a lot has changed so I think if you look at uh, where we are uh, September first twenty twenty two right. Uh, if we look at, I'm sorry, September 1st, 2021, if we look at September 1st, 2022, I mean, there could be a shit ton of change that happens that will uh, increase vaccination rates, uh, that'll increase, you know, consumer confidence going back to the movie theaters, um, or, or maybe just every every company would be like, hey, you know what, fuck that movie theater shit, we're going to go fully digital. Um, I think a lot can change. What that change would be, I have no idea, uh, but if I'm you know, uh, MGM Universal, 
uh, Annapurna Pictures, whoever the fuck, and I have a big film coming out, one of those like tentpole films, do I feel comfortable putting it out this Friday? Mm, let's delay the thing until like March just to see. Um, and, and maybe, and if you delay the thing until March, shit, maybe you drop it this October. Maybe you change that. Maybe you drop it November. Maybe you drop it December. But you give yourself enough time to plan and make decisions once like more information is available. Uh, so I think it's a smart thing to do, but who knows what will happen. You know what they should do? Bro, if you, if they say, you know, you get a vaccine, we'll up your credit score 50 points. Do you know how many people be vaccinated by now? Or if you get the vaccine and it will reduce $10,000 of your student loans, bro, I'd get the double shot. Give me the, you know, give me the double on the rocks. Uh, the, and a booster. <laughs> the problem might be that uh, a decent amount of the people who are saying they're not getting the vaccine might not be likely to have college debt because they perchance have not been to college. Uh, also, they might not give a fuck about <laughs> their credit report. Uh, so sure. then for those people... For those people, you know, get the vaccine and we'll overturn your last conviction. You know what I mean? Oh, or, there you go. Okay. Now you're winning. Now you're winning. We'll That's a winning forget, argument. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll forget that, you know, the, the your unpaid taxes or, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just got to find whatever the pressure point is, like how like the villains do in every movie. Like they just got to find where that pressure point is and then apply pressure to that exact point. You know, oh, is your, oh, is your, is your, is your cousin on uh, life support? Well, well, we can we can help out with that situation. All you got to yeah. do is get this jab. That's it. That's yeah, what whatever, whatever. They need to just start making, you know, making the reasons to get vaccinated very personal. Like, oh, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> hey, you got to, you, you try to beat that case. We'll help you beat it. We got you. Just B. get vaccinated. We got you, B. Just get this shot real quick. You got to, tra- <laughs> you, you were trafficking what across state? Don't even yeah. worry about it. We'll you forget they- we saw it. You know what they should do? They should do like the fucking, uh, you know, like the fucking ambulance uh, lawyers like they're like, you know, the commercials. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, you got a low credit score. We could take care of that. Just get this vaccine. Hey, life's got you down. Getting a little bit of a depression. We got those meds. All you got to do is get this vaccine. You're just like fucking just like endless shit. I'm just <laughs> whatever the fucking just thing endless. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've seen the guy who looks like um he looks like uh, uh, Joe Exotic. I know you've seen his commercials. Like was it the like guy who was lawyer? like, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> yeah. Call injury lawyer, Baker, Baker, and Baker. Like, you know, I can't dial all those numbers. <laughs> they should get that dude to fucking start promoting the vaccine. Like, oh, hey. You, no, no. You know who they should get it? Uh, and, yeah. you know, RIP to the um, uh, to the uh, uh, OxyClean guy. If he were promoting the vaccine, oh, my God. Everybody would be yeah, vaccinated. Yeah, he yeah. was I for fucking the, love that guy. For the low, low cost of $19.99, three installments. Oh, everybody he could would sell. He could sell anything. I miss that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Him and his him and his lush beard. He had a very lush, oh, lush beard. Yeah. Uh, or Great in his man. place, in his in his place, they should get the Shamwall guy. That guy, he's pretty effective too. With the eye? Yeah. With the <laughs> It looks like it's a side effect. Like, this is not a side effect. I was born this way. Get the vaccine today. You know what? If you buy now, we'll give you three vaccines for the price of one. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, All right, let's I, move it's, the fuck it's, out, it's so hard to imitate those guys because they're yeah. so fucking good at what they do. 
Holy shit. Um, okay, so another news. <laughs> uh, Seinfeld uh, is actually coming to Netflix in October. Man, are you, were you ever a big Seinfeld fan? Did you did you did you do you know? Are you intimately familiar with Seinfeld? Yeah, I mean, I, I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't like how you. you I, 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 I gotta know. I don't know. Jesus, so it's, it was this consternation it's a, over Seinfeld. It's like when you're dating a girl who you don't love, and she asks you if you love her. You're just like, well, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I don't know. Did I do? I love Seinfeld. No. You know, do I see a future with Seinfeld? No. Um, <laughs> will I watch a few episodes? Sure. You know, is it like it, Seinfeld for me? It's like it's great if um if I want to put something on, but I don't want to pay attention. Like I don't want to pay pay full attention to whatever's on the TV. Uh, but mm-hmm. I would just like background noise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if Seinfeld comes on Netflix, I'll put it on. All I know is that means Jerry Seinfeld is going to be even way more richer than he already is. Well, I mean, he already signed. The, they already signed the deal with Netflix, so I feel like that ship is uh, is already sailed. So, um, uh, so yeah, I I I think I'm gonna binge it. Uh, just because I feel like I need to binge the it whole once. thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Uh, it's 180 episodes. Look, we've watched longer, you know, spans of shows. The Office. You yeah, know, the next uh, season of UK Love Island is 179 <laughs> episodes, so they're on par. Wait, one season is 179 episodes? Yeah. I'm kidding. No, I'm fucking Yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck could you possibly be doing for 179 episodes? Fuck this everything ch- about that. 400 new people are coming into the villa. <laughs> it's just like an entire country. They're just they're just tracking yeah. the love habits of an entire All country. All of Lithuania is <laughs> coming into the villa. <laughs> Everybody gets to take three months off of work to film yeah, Love Island. You get the couple with 12 people this time. <laughs> I like to recouple with these Yo, 12 girls because you, all of them are amazing. Do you know how lazy the challenges would be? It would just yeah. be like... Yo, just just sit in the just sit in the sun. All right, just go yeah. fucking get a tan. That's the challenge for the day. Just fucking get a Yo, tan. That's, the, that's all. The we sessions got. where they vote people off of like ninety people will leave the villa immediately. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? And we are not paying for transportation. You gotta yeah. pay for your way out. Ninety of you will have to walk back to Lithuania. <laughs> And shout out to all the people of Lithuania. We love you guys. It was just the first country that came to mind. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody. Holy fuck. Um, Okay. Um, So, yeah, Seinfeld's coming to Netflix in October. Um, uh, Did you see that uh, trailer for Vacation Friends with, um, with, uh, what's his name, Rel, as well as, like, John Cena? And uh, who's, what's her name? Yvonne, I think, Orgy, I think is, is her name. Uh, from she was on a uh, uh, what's Issa Rae sh- uh, shows Insecure, Insecure. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, no, is that John? That is John Cena. Yeah, it's like Yvonne yeah, or Orgy. Um, rough name to have growing up because I'm pretty sure the kids made fun of that. Well, she's not. It looks like so she's Orgy. Got, she's got, well, she's got she's she's Nigerian, so she's got tough skin. She's she could give, she could give a fuck. So <laughs> yeah, she, she's oh, ready yeah. to rock. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I had a joke for that, but yeah, yeah. I, but, I felt the pause. I was like, "Oh god, here we go." <laughs> but I'll, I'll leave that alone. Okay. Uh, you're, wait, are you? You're Nigerian, right? No, no, no. 
Um, Where from, you from? Uh, my fr- Ghana. Yeah, my family is from Ghana. Ghana. My bad. I should have fucking known Lies. that. I'm I? fucking kidding. Yes, I am fucking Nigerian. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. That's Jesus what I thought. Christ. I'm like this whole time I've been thinking you're Nigerian. <laughs> Look at you being so apologetic. I'm so sorry, man. Oh, I should have known. I'm, Why the fuck did I not I'm know? So sorry. Just, I, I have black friends, and you know, <laughs> everybody just looks alike, man. It's not my fault. You guys look alike. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but uh, no. So I, I, I've seen the. Uh, I've seen it. I haven't seen the trailer for it. Hmm. Um. And shout out to uh, Lil Rel, who, for some reason, just keeps popping up. You know what I mean? I thought he yeah. was gone for a while, but he just keeps popping up. After, what was that movie, the, the horror movie that he was in? Uh, um, Get Out. Us. Oh, Get Out. Yeah. I was like, I'll probably never see this guy again. And no, then, he, I mean, he'd been around for a minute at that point. In fact, I feel like that was kind of when he just like, oh, shit, he's like here for real, for real. Um, and then he was in a few other movies. So I saw Free Guy recently. Oh, he's in Free Guy? He's in Free Guy. Really good movie, actually. Did you see that at the theaters? Yeah. Shit, dude. Well, all right. Thanks for telling me. I could have I could have watched. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it was just the spur of the moment. I think I think it was <laughs> said, on like my birthday. You said my bad with the same vigor as you would like somebody who's like who you really don't want to fuck with, but they're like, all right, I guess I gotta fucking pay this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like like, like yeah, you definitely didn't want me to come, but you. I mean, all right, my bad, my bad. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, we went on a we went on my birthday. I had to bum legs, yeah. so we we're just like, you know what? Instead of going and sitting at home, let's just sit in a the movie theater. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean. It is, yo, what this movie managed to do is really, really interesting. Cause like, it is not, there's not more there than what you get on the surface, right? Hmm. But at the same time, it still manages to be like a very good film, great storyline, really good acting. Um, uh, it's fun to watch. And like, there's no way you leave this movie. I would be surprised. I, I, I want to talk to someone who could watch this movie and say that they didn't have a good time. It's just a yeah. fun movie to watch, but it still has, um, there's still like something at the core. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, so if he, if Rel did his thing with, uh, he with did his thing. Guy, uh, then, you know, hopefully he's going to do the same thing with uh, vacation friends. I think vacations friends is already out. Let me, let me double check here. My math here. Uh, vacation friends. Um, this movie is. Yeah, I think this is on Hulu. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure I've already out. seen yeah. this on Hulu. Yeah, it's already out on Hulu. It came out uh, on the 27th of August. Uh, I I, sh- I should have watched it. I I don't know why I didn't. I guess I I don't know. It just it screamed like. You know, I don't know. Just one of those movies that you're. You just watch on a night that you're just like, I've literally got nothing else going on. Let's let's see what the fuck Vacation Friends is all about. Yeah, Anyways. this is when you've been scrolling for like 20 minutes and you're just like, <laughs> I give up and you <laughs> I tap out and you're not ready to start like a new show, but like you don't want to watch like a you know a shitty movie. You don't want to watch a documentary or like you know some sad shit about what's going on and like you know the the economy or some political shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you're just like fuck. All right, vacation friends. Yeah, and you've already watched all 179 episodes of the latest season of uh, uh, of Love Island. So you're just like, all right, fuck it. I gotta, I gotta do something new. All right, I gotta. Yeah, shoot things I, up. I, I need <laughs> to switch it up, or I'm gonna start talking with the British accent permanently and offending people. <laughs> um, so this this sequel to Vacation Friends is gonna be called Honeymoon Friends, which is basically just going to, I'm guessing, mimic the same sort of kind of storyline which is john cena and uh and i forget the actress's name i think uh um 
something Hagger, I believe uh, is her name. Um, There's already a sequel Meredith plan. Hagger. Hagner. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's the whole thing. What I'm saying is, uh, there's a sequel to vacation friends going to be called honeymoon friends. Uh, Meredith Hagner is her name. She plays, I guess, uh, John Cena's wife, uh, and Laurel as well as Yvonne, uh, orgy, uh, are, are all, all coming back. I, I assume should be fun with hijinks, uh, that, that ensues. Um, but in also in sequel news, she can't, Ugh, I, this is one of those words I cannot just say unless I like prep to say it. Shazam two just finished filming. Uh, says the director. You can't say Shazam without. I like, can't say. It. I gotta. I gotta slow down when I say Shazam. But that's only because is that, I've said it, like, is that your like your your Achilles heel is Shazam? Uh, it's not my Achilles. Say Shazam heel, quick. Just, say, say it. Say it three times fast. I can't. Shazam. Shazam. Do it. Do it. Just Shazam. Do it. I did it. I did do it. Do it again. Shazam. 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 Damn it! I fucked the no, last one. No shit! Up. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> fucked it up. Jeez, what? <laughs> hey, listen, like, I, I, I'm sure I, you. I, have I don't those know words why. Too. Um, definitely, I can't think of one right now, but I definitely have those words. Like Say consciousness. So now, consciousness, consciousness, consciousness. Fuck. All right. Say something. Yeah, else I'm sure I have. <laughs> what 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 would be the word for me? Um, well, like. Emily always says that I say shit weird. Like I say, uh, um, uh, ambulance. Yikes. How, how do you yeah, say it? A... Ambulance. Yeah. You say ambulance. I say ambulance. Cause it I is mean... spelled L A N C E. Uh, Lance. Ambulance. ambulance. Yeah. I don't think that's, uh, so my significant other, uh, pronounces the word, uh, button, but she like kind of spells it out. Like phonetically, she says button. I'm like literally yeah. like she'll what? say it like that. I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, your weird... button. But she'll like, literally, oh, your she'll button, say it. Your button. Yes, she'll say it exactly. I'm like, I, I don't. I this is. I can't compete. Nah, we, this. <laughs> we need another word for this. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, no, uh, uh, Shazam Two uh, is done filming. Uh, look, I just recently watched like 75 percent of the first one. Um, it was kind of one of those movies just kind of I don't know what the hype was around it it was kind of just okay like it wasn't it wasn't bad it wasn't great it was just all right you know um so I don't know why everybody's kind of like oh my god I can't believe Shazam 2 is gonna come out and it's just like I'm sure it's gonna be just more of the and honestly like the whole idea of there being like a like a fucking like quartet of the uh uh of the people there it's kind of like who gives a shit at the end of the day yeah know? listen i watched Zam the first one uh i didn't even really want to watch it i was just like let me just get this shit over with yeah. um what was i pleasantly surprised or thrilled or excited in any way uh no am i like on the lookout for shazam 2 not at fucking all uh but you know congratulations to all the people who uh now have jobs because or at least, well they just well, congratulations to all the people who worked on the project i'm sure you guys worked hard but like am i checking for that shit fuck no yeah uh you know what movie i just recently heard is getting a green light for a sequel uh did you ever see greenland that movie with gerard butler like the uh end no. of the world movie never watched it uh yeah uh, i don't know what you do what sequel do you do about another <laughs> like end well, of the world movie if it's, we if we've moved to Mars at that point, you know, because we fucked our first planet up, uh, and then we just proceed to fuck Mars up too. Yeah. Yeah. No, they just, they just went to Greenland. R- Redland is, uh, Oh, they just went to, like, <laughs> is, is that the, uh, was that the, um, 
Oh damn! Did you just give away the movie to me? I was gonna watch that. I was gonna watch that tonight, actually. Fuck. What? Out of fucking nowhere, you're just gonna watch that tonight? <laughs> that lie. Could you imagine? Like it's just out of nowhere. Just uh, fuck. Out of nowhere. I'm just watching Green Day. Uh, I mean, no, no, no. There's more to it than that. But like, you know, what do you what do you do then? I, I don't fucking know, dude. I I I, I excommunicate all of Ger- Gerard Butler's movies. I I, I simply can't what? watch them. No, Three Hundred was fire. Uh, nah, I've kind of soured on, on Three Hundred. Um, but in any event, um, look, let, let's let's hop What'd you into just some. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I kind of trailed <laughs> off there. <laughs> Thanks for letting me slide, Randy. There are words. Kind of aneurysm or something. <laughs> there are words that you fuck up that I just let slide. But all right. Uh, I guess the, that's what true friends do, right? They fucking criticize you for having... Uh, yeah, for no reason. <laughs> brain your, your deepest, darkest <laughs> flaws. Your, your um, deepest insecurities. Dude, let, let's talk real quick. Have you been watching the What If series? I actually talked about this last week on, on the uh, podcast when I was when I was solo, but, uh, but uh, I wanted to talk about the fourth episode of What If. Have you been watching it at all outside so, of the fourth episode? So... So I was about to start it last week, and I thought to myself, "What if I didn't?" Uh, so I did it. I see. But, I see what you did there. I see what you did. Yeah, what mm, if that I was, didn't? I see, clever. Yeah, that was clever. That was good. That was good. Very clever. Yeah, hey, listen, I created that shit on the spot too. Yeah, I could make money um, for that too. That that sounded like a, like a brain aneurysm <laughs> as well. But I'll, I'll let it go. What? No, I said run. I created that shit on the spot. No, no, no. Uh, it, no, I'm saying the whole idea of the joke overall it felt like a brain aneurysm because it was no, terrible. No, that was a but, beautiful joke. Oh my god! Just anyway. Okay. Uh, you asked me to watch episode four, so I did. Yeah. Oh, is that where? Oh, <laughs> I thought you had more. I thought that was uh, uh-huh. there was more to that story. Um, That's it, uh, dude. Episode four was really fucking interesting, dude. Really interesting. Uh, if you'd been watching the series, my thought with the series so far has been that it is. It's been getting increasingly good, but it went from borderline boring to like, holy shit, this is actually super fucking interesting and great. Um, And I don't know why they've done it kind of that way. Like the first one with Captain Carter was kind of a snooze fest. Uh, The second one with uh, who the fuck did they have in the second one? What if episode two was if T'Challa was Star-Lord? That was all right. That was pretty good, but still kind of a snooze fest a little bit. Then three was pretty fucking good where they basically like killed off like all of the Avengers uh, and kind of what the implications of all that was. Uh, And then this fourth one, which you just watched, um, was basically Doctor Strange going rogue, man. This dude, (laughs) this dude basically um, he basically wanted to keep the DM open. And so he was just like, look, I'll I'll sacrifice the entire universe to keep this fucking DM chat going. All right. Uh, I will make sure that fucking uh i will sacrifice all living creatures to ensure that i keep my boo warm by my side and it was kind of dope what'd you think um i thought it was i mean sure that that is interesting right like i will go to whatever lengths to regain and to save the one that i love um and clearly he was willing to, uh, there, there was no consequence great enough for him to try and see this thing through, um, yeah. which is a, not the Doctor Strange that we've seen in the uh, live action films, who's like very poised, who's very 
uh, uh, tactical, who uh, you know considers yeah. all possibilities. Before... Well, he's always been kind of arrogant, though, and I think that's like the big idea with this episode was that he was a uh, super fucking arrogant that in thinking yeah. that he could just do this and. Uh... And, and, you know, in the live action, right, we get the arrogant Doctor Strange who lost his hands, right? But he still has his mind and his his heart, right? His his uh, ability for, like, empathy and compassion. Uh, and in the What If series, we get the Doctor Strange who's, you know, uh, lost his heart, so to speak, right? So empathy, compassion, uh, understanding, all those things go out the way. And it's just like, all right, well, I'm going to get the thing that I want. And I'm going to abuse my power to get it. Uh, I did think that was a really interesting uh uh take on it more interesting than that do you get do you see the tie-in with uh spider-man uh far from home so i i see the tie-in or i see the possibility of the tie-in is is how i put it i still don't know if we kind of know how all this thing how this is going to shake loose because and look this is spoiler alert we should have probably said that at the top but this is spoiler alert for what if series um, we are all speculating, I guess, after this episode that perhaps the Doctor Strange that we see in uh, the Far From Home or um, No Way Home trailer is indeed this Sorcerer Supreme that we see in, um, you know, in, in this episode of uh, What If, in this fourth episode of What If. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Because there's so many different directions they could go in. It's it really is just like picking your whatever fucking you know multiversal uh, avenue you want to go. You know they could potentially go and they could either make this uh, the the Doctor Strange we see in uh, No Way from Home. They can make that the Sorcerer Supreme, or they could make that sort of just like a different version of Doctor Strange that is from like an alternate universe altogether or they could make it somebody some one of like maybe the demons had taken over his body and and perhaps like because he consumes all these demons in this what if episode um or i guess just different beings from different dimensions uh in his body from you know in, in this episode so maybe one of them is taking over his body yeah everybody's you know not everybody but there's some people who are saying oh this is like mephisto like they did with uh wandavision that perhaps dr strange is 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 being controlled by mephisto I don't know. They could go in a number of fucking different directions. Don't know which one yeah. they're going to go in, but I, I for sure think that there's some sort. Of, there's going to be some sort of tie-in with. I don't. I don't even just think just this episode, but I think the What If series overall, um, because I think the Watcher might get involved um, at some point because uh, they kind of tease it that he was like, "No, I'm not getting it." Yo, one of the bleakest endings to any sort of Marvel piece of Marvel outside of this side of infinity war that was a dark ending dude holy shit <laughs> to this episode yeah dude what were your thoughts on the end of the episode um yeah i mean you know did you did you, watch cool. did you see the end uh no <laughs> <laughs> dude i couldn't i couldn't that uh, shit was so i, knew I, I think exactly. i like so I think I have like seven minutes left. Jesus, Christ, um, dude. on the episode, dude, it was boring as if fuck. There's, if there's, it was boring. Yeah, very. Yeah. How do you say it's boring? What do you okay? Break this down for me. Let me understand because I want to understand where you're coming from. How would you say this is boring? 
so you, you know one thing that it was honestly because like uh so I, you, you know me i love anime right um mm-hmm. but i love i don't like just like manga style of anime uh so whenever i watch stuff like this i'm just immediately like visually turned off by it mm-hmm. i just don't think the art looks good and if the art doesn't look good it's really hard for me to get into like any type of like animated uh series um also i just didn't care for the story you know like what if he lost his heart instead of his hands and like you know the storyline just did not appeal to me. And I just remember watching it and I was just like, uh, it was a bit of a snooze fest for me. And, uh, and then I had fries in the oven. <laughs> I needed to refill my glass of wine. So I was just like, yeah. And then the, po- then we had like two minutes before the podcast started. So I was like, do I do this or do I just enjoy my fries and wine and jump on the podcast? Uh, so here we are. <laughs> But, you know, I might, okay. yeah, I'll finish those seven minutes and then we can talk about it. But, uh, yeah, after this episode, you know, you tell me what happens at the end. Well, I, I mean, I don't want to necessarily ruin it for you, but it basically is just like. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You can ruin yeah. it. Well, basically, watch. basically, like, you know, the, the, um, the, he ends up sort of. I don't even know what part you left off at, but he basically ends up taking in sort of the good Doctor Strange. Um, he ends up sort of um, just kind of taking him over and he is able to bring, um, uh, and I forget her name, but she was played by Rachel McAdams. I think it's, fuck, I forget what her name is, but the, the his love interest. Uh, he's able to bring her back only for her to be like, what the fuck is happening? Because he then starts turning into this sort of like crazy looking demon thing uh, because all the all of the he's using all the powers uh that are in him from all the things that he sort of took into his body uh so she's like what the fuck is happening right now and then the world everything just starts to sort of dissipate because uh because apparently like you know he's just fucked up the, like the natural order of things and then the watcher comes in or and then he can for whatever reason i guess because he's that powerful at that point he sees the watcher and he's like yo help me out fam and the watcher's like Ooh, I'd love to, but I can't. Um, and then literally the universe implodes on itself and is done. Bleak ending. <laughs> no, no, no words, nothing. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, I just, I just, I just didn't find it interesting. <laughs> At all. Uh, fair enough, dude. Fair enough. I uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I I personally thought it was not only one of the best episodes of uh, it, not even argue, but I think it is the best episode of What If so far. But I also think it it's uh, I think it, it's going to have like implications for throughout both uh, the MCU overall, but also throughout the the, the rest of the s- season for What If. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think we're going to live with the ramifications of this particular episode for, for, for a while to come. Uh, so, so yeah, but look, man, let's, let's stop, uh, fucking just sloppily going through the episode. What if, uh, and let's jump into some shit that, uh, that is exciting, I guess, but this is like our 8,000th trailer for no time to die. And the movie seemingly will just never come out, but we will get endless trailers. Maybe we'll just get the entire movie through the trailers and we just won't have to go watch it. You know, 
Um, yeah, every week they'll give you a two a new like two minute trailer, and then after fifty two weeks you'll get the full movie. I think <laughs> yeah. that's their their strategy. That's the strategy, man. Uh, so James Bond has left the the uh, active service. Uh, his piece is short lived when Felix Leiter. Uh, an old friend from the CIA turns up asking for help, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. Directed by Kerry Fukunaga uh, and multiple writers on this film, uh, this stars Daniel Craig, of course, uh, reprising his role as the uh, as Bond himself. But uh, this will, of course, be his final role as Bond. Uh, and then you have Remy Malik. I, I love Remy Malik. I think he's great. Uh, Lace Du, I believe that's how you pronounce her name. And then Lashana Lynch. This is supposedly due out on October 8th of this year. Uh, but we shall see, uh, and exclusively to theaters. But, uh, but again, we will, we'll see if that holds true without any further ado, no time to die. Bond, any thug can kill. I have to know I can trust you. Well, I understand double O's have a very short life expectancy. You are a kite dancing in a hurricane, Mr. Bond. Is this really what you want? Always alone? to be able to get into a room with the enemy. And now they're just floating in the ether. When her secret finds its way out, it'll be the death of you. Oh my God. Target enough people. And the people become the weapon. Who is he? James, you don't know what this is? James Bond, licensed to kill, in love with Madeline Swan. I could be speaking to my own reflection. Only your skills die with your body. And life is all about leaving something behind, isn't it? Come on, Bond, where the hell are you? do this there will be nothing left to save I have to finish this you have a flower like this no time to die the final trailer um what are your thoughts man yeah it, it looked fucking great i mean of course it looked great it's a james bond movie um this looks like the big one right uh and i've loved all of the james bond movies like quantum of solace 
Um, you loved uh, Quantum of Solace? Holy shit, dude. You're yeah, literally like, uh, the only person who I've ever heard say they've liked that movie. Uh, Casino, no, you know what? Casino Royale was my favorite. Okay. And then Spectre was my second. And then Quantum of Solace would be Oof. my third. Um, I think this no one. Skyfall? I, oh, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. No, uh, re, reorder, reorder. <laughs> so Casino Royale is my favorite. Skyfall is my second favorite. Then um, Spectre, then Quantum of Solace. This one looks phenomenal as well. Who knows when it'll be out? Um, but if I if we get from this movie what I expect we're gonna get, I think this is probably gonna be um, like the 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 final outing that uh, Daniel Craig's Jane Bond deserved. Because I mean, I, I can't think of a better Bond. Pierce Brosnan was my favorite, but he was more of like the suave, charming Bond. Uh, Daniel Craig brought an intensity and a physicality to this character that I don't think that I, I can't think of anybody, any other bond actor who's um, played the role that's brought to, brought that, this to it. Uh, there's, I mean, Roger Moore, there's Anthony Hopkins. There's uh, who are the other ones? Uh, Anthony. Well, I don't think Anthony Hopkins played. Not Anthony Hopkins. Uh, um, uh, fuck, what's Anthony, his name? wasn't his uh, Anthony, uh, Damn it! No. Why am I free? I, no, Sean Connor. I think that's Sean Connery. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not not Anthony Hopkins. Sean Connery. Yeah. So I mean, we've had a lot of great, uh, really stellar actors to play this role, but like Daniel Craig just brought something else to it. Um, after this, it's going to be really, really interesting to see who takes on that mantle. Um, but I think this last movie is going to give us exactly what we want in a uh, in a final outing. Yeah, coming off the heels of Spectre. Um... I don't really have high hopes for this movie. I do have high hope for high hopes for it in the sense that for one, it's like the last Daniel Craig iteration of Bond. But then also it's directed by Kerry Fukunaga, who I think is just a he's a fucking great storyteller, I think. Um look, and I don't even need to name all of his movies. I just need to name one. Um go back and watch uh um uh what's it called? Um I was about Damn, to say you don't no. even, how are you gonna say i only need to name one <laughs> not well to name I, I was gonna say no country for old men but it's that's clearly not it uh beast of no nation is this the uh is the movie that mm. I, I wanted to to say but it would for whatever reason it was floating around in my brain um but beast of no nation was uh it's an amazing film like just amazing movie um and uh and to have him helm a a, a bond movie is it's going to be intense. I, I I would have to think uh, this movie is. Uh, at any event, I think it's going to have to be better than Skyfall, or not Skyfall, than Spectre and Quantum of Solace. Will it be better than Skyfall? Will it be better than Casino, Casino Royale? Time remains, uh, you know, or, or you know, we, we, time will we'll tell. see. Time will tell. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm losing my words here. But, uh, but yeah, that was our final, hopefully, trailer for No Time to Die. We'll see if it... St- holds true with this October 8th released uh, and strictly in theaters is from from what I understand uh, that they're not doing uh, any sort of digital release for it as well Uh, they're they're not trying to get that Scarlett Johansson lawsuit (laughs) well look Daniel Craig already fucking has his just mountains of millions so uh, he might not care as much as Scarlett Johansson he might yeah. just be like you know what what's another fucking 30 fucking million to me I don't give yeah, a he's shit gonna give it all do away whatever you anyway. want with it yeah. he's gonna give it all away his yeah, children yeah, yeah, will yeah. not receive his children probably won't even get tickets to see the movie for free 
He's like, no, it's distasteful. He, he, he walks in and he's like, uh, yeah, I don't know these guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gotta pay their own way. They're like, Dad, like here's us in the family photo. He's like, that's distasteful. Yeah, right? that's yeah. Why would you? Why would you Photoshop something like that? That seems a like everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> these kids probably have student loan debt. Yeah, and he, he, he <laughs> which seems crazy. <laughs> At least they went to school, I guess, is, is maybe we'll yeah. be happy about that. Anyways. All right, look, uh, l- l- let's move on here to another trailer. Uh, we've got a trailer for My Son. This uh, this is about a man who goes to see his ex-wife in order to obtain answers about the disappearance of their son. This is directed by Christian Carrion, written by Carrion, as well as uh, Laurie uh, Ehrman, I believe. That's how you pronounce their name. Um, and stars James McAvoy, Claire Foy, uh Gary Lewis, uh, Tom Cullen, and this is actually coming out on God Help Me Peacock uh, is is what this is coming out on. So that's a thing. Um, and so yeah, without further ado, the trailer for my son. Did you want to say something real quick? I'm sure get into joke. No, I just, I just hope everybody got paid up front. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're, they weren't doing points on this, uh, on this particular project. They probably were just like, "Look, just give me my cash up front, and we'll, we'll yeah. call it even." <laughs> like, oh, you, you don't want the theatrical potential? No, we're good. Uh, we're good. No, no, we're good. Yeah, just, just kidding. <laughs> All right, uh, trailer for my son. experience that no actor gets to have. I hope we'll give the audience something really tangible that they can hang on as this thriller rattles along. Continue to interview everybody who has come into contact with your son. Ethan! I understand that you've been traveling a great deal. You've been in Libya, Iraq. Do you have reason to believe that it's because of what I do that Ethan is missing? Now, Mr. Murray, I have to tell you that we are investigating every hypothesis, including kidnapping. Would you say your work was dangerous? I know I'm a bad dad. I know I'm never here. But I think I found something. Just have a look at this. At two o'clock, I get a call from this man. He's higher up than anybody in the police force. They asked me to come off this case. You're on your own, Mr. Murray. What's been going on here? Do you know the cops came into the office? They've got the computers, they've got the hard drives, they've got all the Iraq files. Tell me what I want to know. 
Dude, I'm not going to fucking lie to you here. That's kind of interesting. I don't know. Call me crazy. God damn it, Peacock. (laughs) (sighs) You don't deserve this film. (laughs) No, you don't. Um, You know what? This is like when you see... Like, you know, a guy or a girl out and their significant others just way more attractive <laughs> than they are. And it's like, how the fuck did you get that? You, you don't deserve that. This film looks way too good to be on Peacock. Yeah. This should be, this should have, uh, a, now, and, and, you know, I honestly usually don't even, um, James McAvoy, he's not like a, in my opinion, I don't love his, his, his films, right? I think he's a great actor. I think he has range. I just don't like particularly love his work. Mm. Um, but this looks good. This looks really good. Yeah. Uh, this should have like a theatrical release as well as like a streaming release on somewhere other than Peacock. This is like, <laughs> oh God, this is like when a great football player goes, gets drafted to a team and you're like, yo, you know, this kid is never going to see the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Fuck this! Listen, yeah, if well, you end up signing up for Peacock, I'm gonna need that login because I won't. Well, I think you you might already have. Do you have cable? No. What? Oh, okay. No. Um, maybe my gosh. neighbors do. I maybe my neighbors do, and I can steal theirs. But um, yeah, I don't think right. they do either. Well, I was gonna say if you have like Xfinity, then you you basically already have Peacock, but uh, which is what situation I'm in. Uh, but um. Yeah, this movie looks super interesting, not just because of like the device of James McAvoy not getting a script, but because it just looks like an interesting kind of mystery altogether. The added layer of him not having a script. Now, I will say that that might be a technicality. Not having a script isn't the same thing as not getting pages. What I mean by that is like they could still give him like I'm assuming he's not fucking ad libbing the entire movie. Right. Like that's not that's not happening. Yeah, you know? that'd be very difficult. He comes yeah. in like, um, <laughs> what say you? It's like, no, that's, that's not, it's not what we were going for. That's not this scene. He just starts crying out of blue. You're like, that's this is a comedy scene. This is a, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying is, to. Yeah. You're, just, you're just having breakfast. You're just having breakfast. <laughs> He's just crying on every fucking scene. <laughs> Yeah, that could be a recipe for disaster. You don't give someone the script or the or the pages to the movie at all, and they're just like, "All right, action!" And they're just like, just like and they just start, they just start overacting. Yeah, yeah. Just, just like, tears. Like, no. Or they just start fighting. Like, yo, this is not that movie. This is not a. He just goes John Wick. He goes full on Darth Vader in fucking Revenge of the Zid. No, yeah. and it's like, no, that's not. Oh. You're just yeah. You're just supposed to be going at the car wash. You're just at the car wash right now. You're just getting your car wash. That's you're just, you're just going for a walk. That's it. That's it. Just walk. <laughs> or like it's just B roll. Like you don't even need to be in this scene. It's just B roll. <laughs> we just just we're just catching background. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Anyways, uh, this movie is due out uh, September fifteenth, actually, on uh, the aforementioned uh, Peacock. Look, uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. It looks interesting enough. Uh, you know, depending on the runtime, I might check it out. You know, I might check that out. Yeah. Real quick. Listen, I would. This is, seems like a really good movie to sit at home. Like again, I I wouldn't go to the movies to see a theater like this because, like, I feel like this is a. There are certain movies that are meant or best watched at home, right? Where hmm. when the movie's going on, because this movie seems like there's a lot of moments where like 
like people are searching people are like looking for clues and mysteries and it's like a lot of dialogue there's a lot of like moments where like you're just like you know moments that are just filled with sounds like you know he's, he's like they're walking through the woods searching for the kid and um those moments where it's not like dialogue heavy or action heavy but it's just like um it's it's filled with like sentiment you know what i mean like it's filled with just like feeling um where you it's it's best watched on the couch with like your friend or your significant other and you can like maybe even like talk about the, the things that are happening in the film whereas in a the movie theater i feel like that's like too uh for me like too public of a place to really really enjoy a, a, a you know a film like this where you can't even like talk really quickly about like what do you think is going to happen? Or like, did you hear that? Did you see that? That type of thing, you know? Yeah, you went a long way for that. I don't know where the fuck you're going with that, but fair enough. You, you'll you be glad but, to watch it at home. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. I get it. Yeah, but I, I had to explain why. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but this movie, again, like I said, is uh, due out September 15th uh, of this here year on the Peacock streaming service, you sons of bitches. All right. Uh, like, look, I, they, they've got the WWE network on Peacock, so, uh, so I'm very familiar with me and also too they have uh um the office uh is, is now on peacock so uh i gotta watch peacock for this look they're nothing if not smart because they knew nobody else was fucking with this shit if they didn't do the throw their office on there if they didn't get some wrestling on there if they didn't get these like attractive things that everybody else fucks with on their service so they could fucking lull us to sleep so you know that we could just forget that it's there and just keep paying for it um you know e- each month uh but look they do yeah, some apparently decent things every now and then. So, Peacock is like when like you're uh, when you, when you go to a strip club, right? And they're charging a cover at the door, and you pay the twenty dollar cover at the door, and you get in, and there are only like four girls there, and you're just like, "Fuck! I cannot believe I just paid that that cover to get in here. There's nobody here, but you're already there, so he's like, oh, "I can't leave now. If I, I'll have a beer." But they they got you already. They they fooled you. They tricked you. They bamboozled you. So yeah. You might as well watch a few episodes of The Office and 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 my son. See what yeah. happens. Look, you, you called you called what if a little boring. That fucking uh, that whole example that you just gave nope. that was pretty fucking uh, boring. Myself. Well, let's just move perfect. on here. Let's it's just... happened to me many times. I was speaking from experience. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> let's let's go on to our last topic of the day, man. Uh, look, I, I don't know if I have too too much to say about this, uh, but I just saw this in passing. And I just thought it was hilarious. Look, we're getting an Expendables four for a movie that the whole premise is supposed to be the people in it are supposed to be expendable, um, meaning that they may or may not survive the movie. We are up to four movies now. With pretty much yeah, like mean, the same cast like, like, throughout yeah, it. Yeah, like, let's be real. Like these guys are pretty dependable. They should just <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This movie, like the you can count on these guys. If you now hire that, that them to do a job, it's gonna that, get done. That has some significant implications when you say the dependables with how old some of these dudes are. Uh, that brings on a completely different texture to uh, to both the movie and and just irony altogether. Um, They're also but, all wearing depends men's <laughs> underwear. <laughs> So yes, that's exactly dependable. what I was going for as far as that, that brings a different complexity to it. But uh, so Lionsgate revealed uh, today that uh, frequent expendables uh, stars Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, uh, Randy Couture, and of course, Sly himself, Sylvester Stallone, will lead the team for the Expendables 4. But in addition uh, to these four core cast members, the Expendables, uh, who we don't know what the working title is for yet, uh, will feature Fiddy. 
50 Cent, Curtis Jackson, uh, Megan Fox, and Tony Ja, um, who have been tapped to join the franchise in new roles. Um, weird cast of characters, for sure. Uh, no, no. Uh, Tony Ja makes sense. Uh, 50 Tony, Cent. Tony Ja makes sense. 50 less sense. And Megan Good. No sense. No sense uh, at all. They, they should have just brought in, like, which sucks for her because it's like she's still this young, beautiful woman, but like the only she gets cast in this movie of like old guys where you're like, you're literally just a young, hot girl in this movie. Um, but we I haven't I, really I, seen her in anything else. But I, I think that might be them trying to sort of youngin up as well as gender up the the movie a bit because it's like yo i there's a lot of dicks running around here i I don't really think that we need to you know maybe we just need something to break this up a little bit uh they should have just casted like you know like like an like an older female uh actress in hollywood that can like you know go toe-to-toe with these guys right like bring in like a fucking i don't know susan sarandon or helen mirren or 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 meryl streep or i don't know or somebody bring in Lindsay lohan i don't know somebody (laughs) Well, I mean, they did bring in <laughs> Megan Good, so, so um, yeah, oh, you know I, what? I don't know what the plot oh, for this Fox. movie Oh, you know be. what? Megan Fox. Megan Fox is different from Megan Good, right? Megan Fox is. Am I thinking? I'm. I think I'm confusing. No, Megan, Megan Good, Good is black. Megan Fox is white. Oh shit! I was Megan thinking Good is Megan Cousins Good. Skeeter, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was yeah, thinking Megan, Megan Fox Good is the entire Transformers. Yeah, that makes even less sense somehow. Megan Fox. <laughs> No, Megan Good would make no sense uh, starring in this film with Stallone no, and all those guys. I, at least I could, because she's been around for a hot minute. I don't know if, has Megan Fox been around for that long? Nope. Like, the, her first major film was like, wasn't that um, Transformers? Yeah. Because wasn't she, uh, was she a model before she was a, uh, before she, she was an actress? I don't yeah. fucking know. Dude, I don't fucking know. Nothing about this fucking movie seems to me. You know what? Why am I trying to make sense out of something that fundamentally doesn't need to make sense? Expendables doesn't need to fucking make sense. Just throw a bunch of old people, mix in maybe one or two young people. You're kind of good to go. You know? So fuck now, it. Will I watch this movie Cheers when it comes out? Yes. Because I love everything Sly Stallone yeah, did does. You, did you watch the first three Expendables? Of course. Not. Nah, Were you? they great movies? Not one fucking bit. <laughs> but... There were a lot of big guns. A lot of people died. It was mindless, senseless action, unrealistic scenes. Uh, I feel like in a few, I'm surprised Vin Diesel is in this next one. Uh, maybe he's a little, he's still riding that Fast and Furious uh, heat yeah, wave. He, he's, he's, got, he's got like 18 other franchises of his own. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, at that point, it's kind of a hat on a hat in, in, in that case. So I imagine that, you know, once he gets past Fast and Furious 10, then he might be in Expendables, you know, 12. So, you know, Pro- we'll, probably we'll wait yeah. on that. <laughs> or, you know, they might even just keep the Fast and Furious shit going. I wouldn't be surprised. They'll, they'll just combine the two, the Expendable Fast and Furious. Uh, you know, and then it's just about you know uh, they'll, oh, they'll, just, they'll do they'll, a mashup like like yeah. Jason and Freddy how they did that shit <laughs> yeah they'll yeah but, uh, X Fast and Furious <laughs> yeah this time it's fucking Vin Diesel uh, and w- who can speak slower him or Sly it'll just be a competition between them oh my god <laughs> family. Uh, what is what is what is uh, Sylvester Stallone's uh, line from all the fucking um, Rambo movies? Uh, does fuck, he have a, he does he have a catchphrase in Rambo? It, it's it's like um 
something about like being or oh if you stand for you know if you stand for nothing or something like that you'll fall for it or some stupid shit like that i don't fucking know yeah yeah um, i can see that yeah but uh but yeah just you know them it, like 45 minutes of the movie will just be spent on them trying to like get out like three sentences and <laughs> and and the yeah. movie will sell out opening weekend it'll it'll be fucking you know it'll do numbers opening weekend with just having I, them i too. just hope this movie isn't on peacock because then it's like oh shit <laughs> Now you're giving me all the more reason to sign up for this thing that I don't want to sign up for. It's like when you get the extended warranty on your car, you're just like, fuck, God damn you know? it. I know this is, I'm never going to use this, but fuck. All right. No, fine, I'm never going to use it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get the fuck out of here. I am tired of sandbagging the fucking expendables. Uh, but yeah, man, um, we'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Uh, but yeah, um, if you haven't already hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button, share this shit uh, with ev- anybody and everybody. Um, but yeah, we'll be back. Uh, I don't know if you'll be back though. Uh, next week, uh, you'll you'll be going under just a little bit of a procedure, just a little bit under. under, under, uh, under yeah, uh, no, no. So I, I got surgery on. It's gonna be on Friday, so I'll make the Wednesday show. Um, who knows if I'll? Uh, oh, it's two weeks from now. Happen. You know, what? I this is like the second time that this has happened to me, where I I knew the date of something, and for whatever reason, I just like in my brain, I just moved it up, and I just was like, no, it's like next week, and it's like no, it's you know. Uh, they're, they're an entire yeah, other week but okay this year went by so fast it's insane like we're still yeah. we're still like talking about 2020 like yo 2020 was crazy bro all that shit that happened but it's about 2022 is right around the fucking corner and we're, we still yeah. haven't recovered from 2020 yeah like the economy everyone's health like nothing yeah yeah, but thank um, God it's almost football season. So you know, what I mean, like, there's uh even in the darkest of of times, <laughs> there's that beacon of light that shines through. Yeah, but only for about seventeen weeks, and then back to the <laughs> darkness. <laughs> and if your team doesn't make the playoffs, it's even darker. Even less. <laughs> and you, chances are, you'll know by like week eight if your team's gonna make yeah. it or not. Oh, so, God, yeah. <laughs> And if your fantasy league doesn't, if you're not, oh, like, God. In, uh, if your team doesn't make the playoffs and you're not in the playoffs, like in your fantasy league, yo, yeah. uh, dark times. Yeah, just start playing that song. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to get the fuck out of here. Uh, so until the next time, I think we'll hit the very usual protocol. Fade out. Peace out, ladies and gentlemen. We out this bitch. Take care.